Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Scattershot. Unlucky for no one. Unlucky for, yeah. It's lucky for us because, well, it's actually <laughs> no, happening. No, no, no. It's lucky for them. <laughs> lucky for you. <laughs> and uh, listeners. Yes. <laughs> beloved listeners. Uh, I, I must admit, I must say, I, um, I, I still apologise for the ghetto-ness of quality of this. Yeah. Uh, I am using a computer that is nearly a decade old. Decade yeah. old MacBook. Um, that's on its last legs. There's every chance that this could just not blow be re- up. Blow up. Well, the last fucking one did. We could be um, like Eye Boy. <laughs> seen the film Eye Boy? No. <laughs> well, it's on Netflix. Yeah. And it was described to me by someone who'd, who'd downloaded it for their teenage son as a a boy who has an accident while on the phone with his iPhone, and half the iPhone ends up in his head, and he becomes a superhero with an iPhone. Eye Boy. Wow. That's a film. That exists. That's on Netflix. You could watch that now. That's unreal. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, anyway. And they wouldn't make my... You could make my Mac re- boy. <laughs> wouldn't make my real-life biopic of Michael Barrymore. Um, um, yeah, Beneath so, the waves. <laughs> uh, there's a joke there somewhere. I'm yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah uh, how are you doing, Colin? I'm very well. Good. Yeah, I'm fully recovered. Good. Yep. Good. I am. Of you? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. A bit sore. Good. Lots of running. Bit sore. Bit sore. Caramel beaner, is he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Caramac. Caramac. I love a caramac. Caramac. Like? Can book. you still get them? Let's say yes. Okay. Fair Let's enough. Let's say yes. You read him earlier. Isn't it? It's Caramel's Scottish brother. <laughs> It's all legal tender. We're off and running now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, we got we got a good mix. We yeah. got a good mix today. Uh, we got we're gonna have some films. We're gonna have some books. We're gonna have some games. Um, we're just gonna have some films and books and games. That's normally what we do. It's that's normally yeah, yeah. what we do. Is it? That's and, what they're listening for. I no, think exactly. I, I hope so. I, I'm very curious. <laughs> Obviously not for our witty banter. <laughs> <laughs> Stories of being anally swabbed. Yeah. Um, I, I am intensely curious to see how many listeners we still have but we'll find out yes we the, will the, find these out. gaps nothing ever gets better <laughs> things only ever no, get no, worse no, yeah, yeah, when you when it you leave it lower alone. and lower yeah let's, let's see what it looks like um, <laughs> four I'll be happy with four I'll be with four I'll be me and you yeah, yeah. caramac and caramel <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, okay, so let's kick off uh, with a film that um, you know we would have definitely spoke about uh, like late last year. Yeah, yeah. If 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 we'd been doing a podcast, um, uh, that film is Train to Busan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe it, Colin? Z- zombies on the train. Okay. Yeah, that's how I describe it. You? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's much more to say, no. really. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's yeah. it's the. It's, it's the a tale movie. of, a, of, of, a, of a, a, a dad who doesn't really, is a corporate dad who doesn't really spend much time with his daughter, I believe. Is it daughter? Is it yeah, daughter? yeah. Who has to take her... Corporate to... dad's a shit superhero. Corporate dad. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets the job done. <laughs> good enough is good enough, all right? Um, yeah, he has to take his daughter to his mum's... Uh, uh, which he promised to do, didn't yeah. he? And she lives in Busan, so they get on some sort of. It's like a North, It's not. It's a Korean. I've said North Korean, but it's a Korean film. I'm yes. sure. To Busan, but this is a very high tech super train, almost like one of them Japanese speed trains. Isn't yes, it? correct. So as they board the train, uh, they they see this sort of stuff going on in the city, wherever they're from, Seoul, or wherever they yeah. are. 
uh, that there's an outbreak of something and things are happening. And as this train takes off, you can see people being attacked on, on the platform. Mm. And obviously one of the infected gets on the train and uh, and you get, you, 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 what it is, it's almost a character piece of, of the people who, the characters on the train trying to survive yeah. the zombie attacks through the carriages. Uh, sounds a bit small in scope when mm. you think of zombies on a, on a plane, but it's anything but. It's a yeah. proper, proper balls to the wall action film, but with great characters in. Yes. You really do care about what happens to these characters. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the point, though, isn't it? You, you kind of have to. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if you if you don't care, then well, you don't care. Yeah, but I mean, how many how many horror films are there, especially zombie films, where you really don't give a fuck about the protagonists or the or the or the smaller mm. characters in this film? And, and that's where they fail, <coughs> massively. So, yeah. um, I, the beauty of having it. Hmm, excuse me. This film won't make you young like that. <laughs> I, I promise you. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> The beauty of having it on a train, um, as opposed to like a plane or a cruise ship or something like that, because if we're just following the uh, the formula through, is that a train it travels, you know, from point A to point B very yeah. quickly, but it's a different place. So it, although you're only in one location, it gives it a very grand scope. Yeah, as you say, yeah. it, it should feel like it's small, but it doesn't. doesn't no. But basically, because they cut across half a fucking career. Yeah, that's right. In, yeah. in the space of whatever it is, in the ninety minutes that you're on the on the train, yeah. um, and there's an, an imminent danger there, much yeah. like there is if you're in the sky, it will fall down. But that's no different to it just being a fucking plane crash. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, with the zombies thing, it could be that they stop and everyone gets off, but then you know they have to get back on again or whatnot. And yeah, there's 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 lots of possibilities for it. Uh, and, and I loved it. I, I thought that I thought it, it was paced really, really yes. well. Yeah, the, the, the effects, the zombies were fucking terrifying. And mm. uh, like I said, the character. There's one character in there who's like a, it's like a beefcake. It just like punches <laughs> zombies for yeah. fun. I mean, hey, I loved him. I thought he yeah, was brilliant. the best thing in it. Yeah. Really, it was incredible. And I mean, a lot of these people, they do die. They yeah. do get killed, and you really are. Oh fuck! You're gutted when some of these characters get killed. Yes, yeah. like you say, that's your that's your winning formula. When you're caring about whether these people live or die, that's where you, that's where the tension comes in of, of yeah. what a zombie film should do well. Yeah. Well, yeah, when when you don't know who that as well. Like, yeah, like yeah. If, if you're watching a film and it's got Tom Cruise in it, Tom Cruise is going to live. That that's exactly like, right. Yeah, in this you don't, you don't I mean, know it could be and, anyone, and they are going to re they are remaking this film like for Western audiences. They'll be an American re, remake, re-ruining it. Yeah, re-ruining it. Um, yeah, it's I can't see how you'd make it better. No, no I no, genuinely no. Can't, can't. I couldn't see how you'd make it better. It's better. like you say, they'll put a Tom Cruise in, and straight away you know he's not going to die. So that takes half the half the uh, jeopardy out of the film. Yeah, yes, before quite. you even watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like you stick a Sean Bean in it. Stick a Sean Bean in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a Mark Wahlberg. Or a Mark Wahlberg. Well, no, because he's definitely good. Yeah, he, he might die, but he'll he save the day, dude. He it. will save the yeah. day, dude. And he'll, he'll, he'll tell you again the fucking care. But this is <laughs> but this is a little gem, really. Uh, yeah. It yeah. really is a little gem. Uh, Train to Busan, if you can find it, yeah, uh, it is definitely worth buying. Yeah, it's it's just it's terrific, yeah. and uh, I've recommended it to countless people now. Yeah, and I think one of them seen it and they loved it and tried to. Well, bizarrely enough, the person who recommended, although I I'd, I'd, I'd heard reviews, I heard Mark Commode review it months and months yeah. ago, and then the person who told me about this film, have you seen this film, Kodish? Really? Richard, the person who never watched a, a subtitle film until he met his new girlfriend three yeah. or four months ago, he's now telling me. He's never read a book. Never read a book. He's now <laughs> telling me what subtitle films to watch. 
That's even right. have you heard of this Korean film trying to be sad like, go fuck yourself I've heard of it I'm IMDB in it as he's talking yeah I've fucking heard of it you idiot yeah. but of everything mate yeah. yeah it's like Snowpiercer right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck fuck you. Yeah. but, but good about, yeah like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like uh, well, like uh, what's he called uh, Under Siege Under 2, Siege two. Uh, beyond Dark Territory isn't it? Yeah. Dark yeah. Afro that bloke had a really curly perm <laughs> yeah it looked a bit like Andre chance favours a prepared mind what Under Siege 2 Dark Perm <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think this is brilliant. I, I can't wait to buy it. Yeah, it's yeah. one that I'm going to buy. I'm going to get on a Blu-ray and I'm going to I'm going to enjoy. It. And do you know yeah. what I'm going to do? I'm going to enjoy sharing it with people. Yeah, because it's yeah. something that it's never going to be on telly. Yeah, it's never going to be on Sky ever. Oh, well, it's on Sky to buy. You can buy it on Sky. Is it? Yeah, you got to rent it. <laughs> the, oh, that's, okay. Uh, oh no, sorry, that's the whaling. Sorry, that's the right. whaling. We'll sorry, skip yeah. that. Yeah, we'll skip that. Um, so going back very quickly about Korean films as well is it got this 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 reminded me of just how much I love Korean films. Mm. They they sort of they go against they're very un Hollywood and I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're big budget as well, so I, there's no compromise. If they want someone to die, they will die. Yeah, whether yeah. they're the lead role, that, or what they're. That's exactly the way of putting it. No compromise. Um, yeah. And and so I was like, so I was again, Richards like, oh, have you seen Trader Busan? So I was like. Right, well, you got to see The Chaser. He hadn't seen Old Boy. Oh, The Chaser's Wicked. Uh, the Chaser's Wicked. Yeah. Old Boy he hadn't seen. Okay. Um, uh, the Yellow Sea, you'd never seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these. Uh, oh, fucking hell, what was the one I made? I saw The Devil. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I told him to watch, and he watched with his girlfriend, and she was yeah. not happy with me. Okay. She said that was the most disturbing thing. What about film something like Sympathy seen. for Lady Vengeance and stuff? Yeah, he kind of said, Shall I watch that? I'm not a big fan of Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, no? to be honest. No. Do you, do you like that? Yeah, film? I do, yeah. Oh, what's, okay. what's the other one? What's, what's the. the, the um, it's the, a trilogy, isn't it? So you've got yeah. Old Boy, like Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. The one that's like Help I Am a Robot or something like that. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, yeah, I mean, if you want to get into your Korean films, st- start with your Old Boy and Changwook Park. Yeah. Uh, get onto your Yellow Seas and, and, and your Chaser. Yeah, uh, and oh, I, I fucking love Chase. Chase is a wicked film. Yeah, uh, and and it, and if you got the stomach for it, I saw The Devil, which as Richard Richard said to me, it's the most violent, disturbing film he's ever seen, and you know, was wetting his pants over how disgusting yeah. it made his girlfriend feel that he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it turned him on. Yeah. Um, so that's your Korean films, but yeah, Train to Busan is. What would you give it, Al? I, a strong nine. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah loved it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's knocking. On, I I need to see it again, but it's knocking on the door of ten. Yeah, yeah. For me, I I thought it was terrific. Great. Um, yeah. Very briefly, I watched um the Wailing after that. Yeah. Didn't care for it, which was a shame because this is we, we were talking about this and the Wailing yeah. as if they both needed to be seen. Yeah. And th- almost the Wailing was the one everyone's going. This is the one. I I really like you to see it. <laughs> it's um yeah. I couldn't. Just couldn't get on with it. You're the second again. Richard's seen it, and we we've been waiting for it. He actually works with a Korean. His Korean said the Wailing's the best best Korean film ever, kind of thing. So he he was disappointed as well with it. He said it was okay. It was quite good. Yeah. But not but disappointing. Yeah, it's, it looks very pretty. Yeah. Very well like shot. But yeah, there's it gets into the realm of of being a bit sort of religiously mumbo jumbo. Right, and you do. And it's taken that. too seriously. And for me, it's just like no, I'm out. Right, fair enough. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, looking, I'm still looking. You should to watch it. it. I, I think you. I think it. you'll. I think you'll like it, yeah. or you'll get on with it better than I would. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. Okay, so let's uh, let's move right along. Yep. Hey, that's what thirteen minutes as we as we're talking now. Spot on. One down. So one down. Many to go. Um, we we've both seen the autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I 
Brian Cox, man. Yeah. When I th- I, when I heard that Brian Cox was in a horror, I was, I was all over it. I yep. couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for the uh, the uh, the Oscars to send me a copy. <laughs> <laughs> and very very good that they did because it's um, yeah, it's a great little. It's, it's, great it's, little... it's almost like a two part of uh, Brian Cox and Emil Hirsch yeah. or Jack Black, whoever or you want to say. Just looks exactly does, like Jack really Black. Does, there, does. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, they're a father-son team of uh, what they call morticians. Yeah, people who do autopsies. But, yeah, they do autopsies. Is that, there is Pathologists. Name, pathologists. Yes. And uh, and one night, one stormy night, yeah. they get a call from a policeman or, or a visit from a policeman. Says, well, "I need to know the cause of death of this body that was found in a cellar buried in dirt with just a face uh, on view, visible." Yeah. Uh, and the people in the house were brutally murdered trying to get out of the house so yeah he needs to know what this corpse has died of and and this whole story is set one evening as they chop up the body yeah. doing a postmortem to find out the cause of this beautiful young girl's death mm. um, and it's, it's worth pointing out there's like pretty much nothing wrong with her when you see when you see it like she's not, not nary a mark on her mark on her and as they dive deeper both literally, literally and figuratively yeah. into her body um, like more, more, more freaky shit, shit comes up, yeah, yeah. And, and you see some stuff, and it, it goes from there. Which it's is just, a brilliant idea. To massively, do that. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's got some really inventive stuff in it. Yeah, it's also got some really rote stuff in it. Like it's quite grim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if, they're chopping up a body, and you, there's no holding back. I was all right with it. Oh yeah, I'm not. I was completely that. okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, very clinical. Yes. Very professional. I mean, that, Brian Cox plays it perfectly. Got like, very, yeah. very professional. Yeah, absolutely. And his son's just bored. Why? He doesn't even want to be there, but he's just helping his dad out. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I, I, yeah. I just. I, I, the horror aspect of it, like the grimness, mm. didn't bother me. No. At all. Like, and a lot of people saying, "Oh, I couldn't watch it. It's all chopping up bodies." It's like, yeah, but it's fine. Like, it's, there's nothing. There's a clinical uh, nature to yeah, it. Yeah, it's completely the right word to use. Um, the horror aspect of it, though, like the the, the investigative yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I said that word right. Yeah. Um, it's brilliant, and, yeah. it, and it really, it really gripped me. Like, oh shit! So, like, is that a cult? Is it? Uh, yeah, you, is you, it this? Is it guessing, that? And, yeah, it really kept me guessing, and I liked, I liked it. I liked, I liked it. That it you were, you were with them. You knew as much yeah. as they knew. So, as soon as they found out something, you knew, it, and and you were discovering new bits of horror as they were finding yeah. it. And once they realised that they're in trouble, it's too late. Yeah, they're in. Yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. They're fucksville by then. <laughs> Like, yeah, in Fox film. I, one thing I really liked about this film is that it turned down the opportunity for jump scares. Massively. There's a couple of scenes with someone looking through. There was one where someone smashed a hole in a door, yeah, and he's looking yeah. through it. And I was just thinking, here we go. okay, here we go. Something's going to come across. Yeah. Nope. And it kept it there yeah, yeah. just long enough, and it kept me on the tender hooks. It was more about the creeps than the yes. scares. Yeah, it had a couple of jump scares, and I, it felt cheap. But when it didn't do it, yeah. I, I, I gave it a lot of kudos. I was like, yeah. "Well done!" That 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 kept me yeah. engaged for that little bit, and it had a dirty little ending to it. It as really well. did, yeah, nasty little ending, yeah, which yeah, I loved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a perfect little horror for me. Perfect, and having Brian Cox in it was just. I mean, we talk about you know, yeah, uh, what was this, Ben Foster being friend of Scatter Shot. I mean, yeah. we've grown up watching, yeah, <laughs> watching everything. Brian Cox yeah. and everything he's, been he's everything. ever been in. Uh, the one thing I I, I want to not <laughs> happen now. Is there to be a sequel? I don't oh. want there to be like the. I don't want it to be like uh, the autopsy of Jane Doe two, yeah. and then John Doe, 
And then, yeah, no, yeah, and then, then it'll be all Topsy Zero, and it'll be like a prequel, yeah. and then it'll be all Topsy Cube. Yeah, of oh course, all Topsy Cube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hi- hyper autopsy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, autopsy two, dark yeah. autopsy, train to train to autopsy, <laughs> yeah, autopsy world, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't want to see any of that, and it'll have Brian Cox, the British uh, astronomer, yeah, yeah, in the sequel. It'll be, yeah, it'll be Jane Doe seven, autopsy Miami Beach, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mission to Mar- mission to autopsy. <laughs> Michael Winslow just doing the noises. Like, should we saw this open? <laughs> Game over. <laughs> That's all it'll be. Um, yeah, so that I don't want that. I just I want a, just a little standalone film. Leave it at that. An absolute little gem. Yeah. Just completely under the radar that it, it, probably no one's even heard of. Because nowadays, you, they, 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 I mean, they didn't get a cinema release, which is criminal. The Bye Bye Band. <laughs> the bye bye man. Bye bye man. He's at the cinema. You can watch that shit. Yeah. But the autopsy of Jane Doe, no one's heard of. No. That's fucking criminal. But I bet you autopsy with a vengeance will be there. <laughs> like in like six years' time. We'll, we'll, we'll be coming out from like Avengers yeah. 20. Yeah. Like that, and like just Ooh, see like, No country for an autopsy. <laughs> no country for an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> yeah. <laughs> but it, I. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I don't. No. I leave it as a little gem. Love it. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Your score, Alan. Eight. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And yeah. I, and yeah. I, Two of you. Nice tits. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Which is which is which is what someone said to me. Yeah. When I said to him, I watched the wiki film, the Jane of Autopsy. Yeah, actually, it was it was it was Richard. <laughs> <laughs> and I said I watched the wiki film, and about two hours later. He said, yeah, I watched it. I said, what do you think? And he went, nice tits. Right, okay. So that's my two word review. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, I'll go nice cocks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love Good. It. So that's uh, the autopsy chain, though. Seven autopsies for seven chain days. Um, so uh, <coughs> you've seen a film I haven't. We spoke about it last week briefly, which is Nocturnal Animals. Yes. Now yeah. I've been I've been pressured into watching this film. I haven't seen it yet. What do you mean you're being pressured by me? Well, you've asked you've asked me to, and you <laughs> yeah, said I really I did, like it. Yeah, and yeah. also, um, uh, someone at work has been saying, "No, it's, like, you should really go see it as yeah, well." Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and get to it. So I haven't had a chance yet. Uh, what What's your take on it, Cole? Well, it's 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 the it's the story of uh, Amy Amy Adams again on absolutely tip top for me. I mean, I think she was better in this than she was in Arrival. Okay. Um, she plays like an she, she's like the head of a, an art exhibition centre or something quite art it's a Tom it's directed by Tom Ford mm. uh, now I've never seen is it a, a, a single man a single man great film I've never seen it I'm definitely going to watch it now definitely I cannot do. believe this is only his second feature film for one and two everything is perfect yeah every single frame of this film is has been thought of to the nth degree. It's mm. just per- perfect. Every hair on everyone is perfect. The suits, the cut of everything, the framing, it's all absolutely yeah. perfect. Amy Adams plays this very unhappy woman in an unhappy marriage to Army Hammer who one day gets a script from her, ex- her ex-husband, uh, Jake Gillenhall. Mm. And as she starts reading this script, <clears throat> you start seeing... The script, the, the film, so it's a film within a film. Okay. And this film is a story about Jake Gyllenhaal with his wife and his daughter travelling across America, 
or like in you know just in a on a mm. fucking Route sixty six, uh, and they encounter three hillbillies who do something horrific. Okay, and and it's a revenge thriller, but as Amy Adams reading this. It's, she gets flashbacks of her marriage to Jake Gyllenhaal and how she treated him, and I can't really say much more than that. But everything everything that happens in the book is kind of linked in a way to how their relationship went yeah. and turned sour. Um, it's fucking brilliant. It's so good. Mm. You've got Aaron Taylor Johnson in this who plays one of the evil little fucks. He's absolutely superb. And Michael Shannon plays the sheriff to Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, who, 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 who helps Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. with with his whatever happens to him <coughs> it's so good it's so pretty mm. uh, I just I loved it from the very first minute it started it's so clever yeah such an intelligent film and it's so nice to see something like we've been quite sport really with films like Arrival which I think is a really intelligent piece of, piece of sci-fi and then this as well which is a really intelligent drama about mm. you know like a failing marriage and regret and, and, and dealing with you dealing with mistakes you've made yeah um, it was just absolutely superb. Loved it. Um, I'd give it, I'd give it a nine out of ten, a strong nine. Yeah. I'd really, I'd be really impressed, really interested to see what you think of it. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> I, I didn't know that um, it was Tom Ford. Yeah. So immediately I'm switched right. onto that now. Um, I didn't know that uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson was in it until I saw the Baftas. When right. there was a clip from it, I was like, oh, he's in it. Um, he's so chameleon like I didn't even rec- I didn't even know it was him yeah because he's like fucking kick ass man that's kick ass yeah. there and there he is like playing this just oh horrible piece of he's, shit he's a, he's a very good actor he's really good and, really uh, yeah, good I mean he's, he does a lot of different things he does very yeah. well he's chameleon like he really is very much so um, yeah I'll, I'll definitely check it out 100% I, I, do you know what I might watch it Tomorrow, I'll oh, watch it. It's it's a beautiful film, and yeah. I can't, and and again, I, I watched it with with, with Sally, and uh, I said I've got to see a single man now. Yeah, got to, I must you have to. That. And she said it's brilliant, so yeah. I can't wait. She said that's intelligent as well. So. Yeah, happy days. Cool. Uh, to review, Pitch Black. Good to go with. Yeah, <coughs> I didn't know Vin Diesel was in it. <laughs> It, it would he would never be in a Tom Ford <laughs> as much as I love Vin Diesel there is Judy, no way Judy Dench is a fucking mustard burp or whatever she is in that film a wispy fart a wispy fart how is it a mustard burp <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah cool that's Nocturnal Animals available uh, pretty much I think you. I think it's to, to rent or buy yeah, you, rent know, or, yeah. you know Wherever, wherever one would find a film. Yes, the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, the yes. Oscars. Uh, cool, that's not 10 hours. We'll check it out. Now, we got a, a strange one now, in as much as Colin's read a book. Wee! And I've that. And I've seen the film, that is the, the, the film adaptation of that book. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know that we were both doing this no. at the same time, and it all worked out very prettily. So uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about it now. Uh, the subject matter is uh, The Girl With All The Gifts. Uh, which is a uh, 2016 film mm-hmm. uh, from the cast and the locations. I'm guessing it's very heavily paid for by the British public. Um, yes, is it National Lottery funding? Yes, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cole, you, you read the book? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, I bought the book for Sally because I didn't know it was a zombie book. I read the back okay. of it, and it's it didn't read like a zombie book at all. It was yeah. sort of a relationship between a girl who's in a sort of prison kind of thing and uh, mm. and a teacher and I was like oh that sounds something like a bit edgy that Sally might like so I bought it for her and she went I'm not going to read that 
Right. At the moment, she was in a big book. She, no, she said it looks, sounds good. Yeah. So I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. And uh, within 10 minutes, I realised I was reading a zombie book, which I thought, fuck, Sally's going to go mad. One, I've bought her a zombie book. Uh, but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. it yeah. It's very good. But the only thing with it was, was it's from the motion picture. So you got the cast on the front of the, the book. Hate that. I'm out. Yeah, because... <laughs> And I don't get how Paddy Considine's in this in the film as Parks. Um, I couldn't see him at all. Jim Arterton as the teacher, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Close as uh, she's a scientist woman. I yeah. take it. I can kind of see that, but I couldn't. It, and I couldn't get it out of my head all the way through reading it. Going, it, it shouldn't be Paddy Considine. I love Paddy Considine, but yeah. he's not a sergeant major. But you, you might prove me wrong. Uh, well, I mean, you've, you've just gone through the cast. Um, he's Paddy Considine's really good in it. He, he doesn't look army-ish, but I guess that's kind of the point because they're, well, they're not really an army. As such, yeah, not, they? yeah, they're just sort of like being thrown together. Oh, let's, because well, of let's a... go through the story very quickly. Yeah, so what happens is it's sort of like twenty years after a, a zombie, a pathogen zombie outbreak. Yes, um, that has sort of completely almost overtaken mankind, and there's little bands of uh, this. There's an army base where they've got these zombie children, but these zombie children are. You know, communicate. They can talk. They can learn. Mm. Uh, they don't really know these zombies, but if you smell, if they can smell your body, they they will try and eat you. Yeah. It's something that sort of is attached to their brain that just takes they can over. turn it off and on. Turn it off and yeah. on. Uh, in the book, it goes into a lot more detail about. I don't know with the science of the, of the film, but it's like a, a fun fungus, a pathogen yes. fungus that um, is almost like a spore. They they, they say it's like a. They say it was very similar to an actual spore that grows on the ground, gets picked up by wasps, gets taken into the air, and then gets dropped. It goes into the wasp, and then splits into the wasp. While it's in the air, it comes airborne, and that's how it spreads. And it's yeah. pretty similar to this. So it's not airborne to start with. In this yeah. Anyway, but long in the future, mankind is very, very on the brink of extinction. Correct. So, yeah, is, yeah. That, is that how the film Yeah, is? yeah. I mean, I mean it, it doesn't seem like it's too futuristic, yeah, in the film, I I didn't get that it was twenty. Well, I mean, twenty years ain't a long time, really. No, no. Um, it's set in London. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, and, it, yeah. and it's you know it doesn't look any different to it does now. Yeah. You got all the normal landmarks. You got the BT Tower and all the all the right. other things like that. All dilapidated. Does it? Does that look? Yeah, good? it's fu- it's fucked. What what this film is? It's the Last of Us, the movie. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same, like the spores and the the same sort of thing. Don't touch it. You've got the same different types of zombie and inverted. You've got your clickers, the people who are really fucked up with the fungus, and you've got people who are like not so much infected. And it's about a a grown up and a child getting from A to B. Yeah, so I was going to say because because of this, it's kind of like they're teaching these kids. I don't know why. Never, they're kind of teach them but then they get taken off to be chopped up and, and used as uh, yeah. you know guinea pigs by the by the Glenn Close's character but there's a this one child Melanie uh, becomes infatuated with the teacher uh, yeah. which is played by Gemma Arterton correct uh, I can't remember her name I only read the book Helen Justinow Justinow that's yeah. it yeah. Um, and she's great in it, Jerrison. Oh, she could not have been more perfect for the role as I was reading. Yeah. Oh, that's Jerrison, very yeah. mumsy nowadays. She's super gorgeous. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's big as well. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Glenn Close miscast. Yeah, in I, this, she's too much. Is she she's, too evil? 
Yeah. She's quite evil in the book. Oh, yeah, but she's not very... like Corella Deville like. She's a bit like that in this. See? She's a bit like, as like, oh, you're not a human, you're just a thing, sort of thing. And it's a bit much. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, there's no empathy there. Um, Paddy Constantine is very good in it, but, right, he's not hardcore at all. It's a very small film, to be honest. Um, you've got Anthony Welsh in it, who you'd recognise. He's been in some stuff. Um,. But apart from that, it's just it's a it's a solid little film. Yeah. Um. There's some good. It's kind of a road movie. Yeah. Uh, in the, the end, because the, the, the base gets broken into by other humans who are trying. What I can't remember what they're called now. Uh, in the book, they do it gets, gets taken over and they manage to escape the base. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Outlanders or something. Yeah. In the uh, book. Uh, I don't think that happens no. in the, in oh, the right. film. Okay. But it, it's uh, you should definitely watch it. It seems like there's some there's I'm, some I'm gonna, differences. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, between the between the book and the film. I don't know what how it ends in the book, uh, okay. and let's not talk about it here. Talk about it off air. But it's a uh, well, maybe not because it, it's oh, a okay. it's a quite a bleak ending. Yes. Um, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure why it happened, but because um, so, that so it's a little bit ambiguous. But like for the reasons, but what actually happens is completely like. Can I tell you afterwards what happens in the book? Yes, do that. Okay, do that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I'm not going to read it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but I must say, it's a very well written book. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and very, uh, very thrilling all the way through. It's it's a nice sort of characterisation mm. and, and some nice, I would say, mild horror in it. Yeah. It's more about a relationship rather than a, than a full out horror. But it's it's quite an original take on the zombie genre, which is yeah. which is nice. Yeah, I'd say it's probably more. Uh, this this slots into the infected thing rather than the zombie Zombies, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think as time goes on, we get there's a clear distinction now between one and the other. Yeah. Um, this is clearly like there's some kind of biological pathogen or something like that that's yeah. affecting people. I prefer that. I, I do nowadays as well. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think that is that 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 sort of ties in nicely with Train to Busan. This is the same sort of thing in my yeah, ways, yeah. where it's where people kind of have some sort of they're not dead, yeah, they're not yeah, you yeah. know they're not undead rather, they're very yeah. much alive. Yeah. They're just you know infected with something, yeah. Um, and that 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 I like. It's a new take, not a new take. It's a different take on it yeah. from what us as as old men. Um, being surrounded by uh, like oiled up male strippers, um, <laughs> we're used to, we're used to seeing like dead, undead zombies sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. it's fucking uh, fine, you know. I, every week there's an there's an hour long thing on there called The Walking Dead, <laughs> yeah, and that fun. smashes it to pieces every yeah, week. Yeah. So let's not yes. worry about it. I want to see running things and things that are like. It's, good. it's funny you say that. I think saying the Last of Us the mu- movies absolutely. <laughs> the Last of Us the musical. <laughs> the Last of Us the musical. Yeah. <laughs> the Last of the Autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is you're exactly right. It's what it is. The Last of Us. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, the movie. Yeah. It looks it, exactly like. Does it? it? it exactly like. Oh, there, right. there are there are parts in this. In fact, there are many parts in this which could just be screenshots. Really? Oh, cool. Like, and I and I and I, oh, I really I'm absolutely sure. That that was done on purpose. Right. Okay. There's a particular bit, um, and this is no spoiler, where they're walking through. I think it's a tunnel, maybe, and there's like water one bit, and like planks going across it. And if you remember the game, yeah. it's the bit where you realise that Ellie can't swim, and she, oh, and she, yeah. she goes, oh, "I can't swim," and she has to. Ju- you have to jump across the planks yeah. and the floating pallets and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's that the cameras in the same place, the really? cars are in the same place. Right. It's exactly the same. Um, 
Little homage. Not detrimental. No, no, no. But there's so many, so many parallels to. Wicked. Not, that, that. not a bad thing at all. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I, uh, if I was if I was going to rate the film, yeah, uh, I'd probably give it a seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I, I recommend it. I recommend it. It's yeah, a lot of people. Have, it's funny because you, you, I think you texted me, didn't you? you yeah. Said, oh, I watched quite a good film here. A girl and I said I'm reading it, so I won't watch it. And then a couple of other people text me as well, so I've just seen a good zombie film. So yeah, so a few people have liked it anyway. Good, good. Um, so you've been reading that. I've been reading. I've been yes. reading a, a, a lot, a lot, a lot of books. I, I um, this little boy, haven't you? I, I am. Because <laughs> uh, I've had, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, I've just been reading like a like a man possessed. <laughs> uh, and I decided to dive into the Larry Niven Ringworld books. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is a uh, is classic sci-fi, uh, and it's part of the the sci-fi masterworks series, or at least the first one is. Um, being that there is a character, there is a guy called Louis Wu, a two hundred year old human. This right. is set very much in the future, um, and uh, he's approached by an alien race, uh, or an emissary from an alien race, to go explore this thing that that could be. I don't know. He's, he's just told it could be earth-shatteringly brilliant, right? And this uh, Louis Wu's a, an explorer, and he's two hundred years old, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, fuck it, why not? There are other reasons why, but I won't go into that. The place they go is is called the Ring World. Yeah. Now, if you've seen uh, Halo, same sort of thing. Uh, the the, the, the or uh, the what's it called? The base in Mass Effect. Oh right, yeah. The, uh, I can't remember the name of it, whatever. Uh, or Elysium. The thing in there—it's a classic sci-fi trope, originated by this book. I yeah. should point out of a world that is like the inside of a tire, essentially. Yeah. Um, but the Ring World itself is a hundred million times the the size of Earth. Oh right, it, uh, And the science involved with the way that uh, Niven explains it, uh, it, it is brilliant. It's hard sci-fi. Let's get that out of the right. Yeah. The the measurements. The, the the velocities the maths behind everything really? and to get your head around the scale of it is just preposterous like <laughs> the ring world it has a wall a thousand miles high uh, right. on the edge of it to keep the atmosphere in it travels at 770,000 miles a second to, <laughs> to, to maintain gravity and to keep the atmosphere inside it's made out of a uh, a material which is impervious to everything that only allows like one in every billion neutrinos through it, stuff like that. Uh, uh, but the numbers become inconsequential when you think of that. That it's got that in this ring, the interior of this ring world is a map, a one-to-one scale map of every planet in like a hundred solar systems, Bloody hell, right. sort of thing, with matching territories and stuff like that. Um, and there's a mystery about how it came about, who built it. Who's there now? And it's populated by hominid species as well. So it's not like weird things. Everything's a bit human-like. And it goes from there. So you've got Louis Wu, who's a human. You've got a a thing called a Pearson's Puppeteer, which is a bit like an emu with two heads and three legs. That's a a liar. And they're inherently cowards, which is brilliant. (laughs) Uh, And there's a kin, which is like a massive tiger dude. Uh, is with him and uh, a, a, a woman, a human woman who was bred for luck, <laughs> who's just really lucky. Um, uh, uh, so the imagination in this is is fantastic. I mean, this, this film, this book was originally written. I think it was in the sixties. Right. Um, I think it was in the sixties. Then the second one wasn't written until the nineties. 
or maybe the eighties. It, it was like a decade gap between each book, I think. Right. Um, and there was five in the original series, so um, he never. He, he never said he goes. I'm never, I was never going to write a sequel, but there was such a pressure for it because people were using this, uh, like students were using his book as hypotheses, as a as a thing to work right. on. Say so like, well, would this work? It would need to be X, Y, and Z. Like this, they would need to travel at this speed. You wouldn't yeah. be able to get through it. It would have this, that, and the other. So he had to write a bo- another book to explain these things away. Um, wow! But, and he was like, "Thank you to everyone who's you know been yeah. discussing this. I uh, this is what it I've is done. My reward. Uh, yeah, and he's written a story. The sequel was pretty good. I liked it. Um, I won't go into the stories of any of these because, if you know, same cast, pretty much. Right. Okay. Oh, Louis Wu was in all of these books. Right. Um, basically, the second book, he's kidnapped to go back to the planet. Right. Um, go back to the Ring World. Um, third book, he's still there. Bit of a spoiler. Um, and the fourth and the fifth books, actually, he's still there. Um, <laughs> but it, there's always a different problem with it. Yeah. Like one of the books, the the, the Ring World's slipping into the sun, going off center, like off yeah, axis, because okay. it's got a sun in the middle of it. Um, <coughs> so he has to solve the problem of how to get that, like to recenter it. Now let's get one thing straight. These are big fucking books. Yeah, like, they, like we're talking a couple of thousand pages each. Jesus, in paperback form. Bloody hell. Um, the girl with all the gifts was four hundred and fifty. <laughs> I was done. I was exhausted by it, the end. Yeah, I mean, some of these. I, 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 th- I thought I was done after three. Yeah, and then I realised I had two more. I was like, oh, what? Um, <laughs> the third one, not very good. Fourth one was pretty good. The fifth one was cracking. Right. Really, really worth, well worth it. Yeah. It, it, when he got to the third one, it's like a sex vampire book. What? Sounds wicked. Yeah. It's not. Um, it, <laughs> it, 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 it really it introduced concepts into the law of what he what he'd established just straight off the bat. Just like right. oh oh, and by the way, there's vampires here. Right, okay. But 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 it did it as like a oh it's a different type of hominid species, not like oh like Dracula yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, They're yeah. not like turn into bats and fly away sort yeah. of thing. Uh, everything's grubby, everything's horrible on this planet. Um, there's no technology to speak of apart from the stuff that was there to begin with, and that's all breaking down. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's hugely imaginative. If you've got, if you well, if you want something to dive into and you like your sci-fi, Ringworld all day long, crack on with it. Um, it's a it's a good story, nice. it's a good story. And one of the things I've I've, I've liked to do since I've read it is uh, look at fan art because some of the stuff is, as I say, hugely imaginative, and to see whether any my, my imagination lines yeah, up or what other yeah, people yeah. do. Because because it's hard sci-fi, the nerds love getting their fucking pencils out. And I've done it with Hyperion. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I imagine that's that's yeah. totally on the same part. Um, yeah, so I'd seen. Oh, that's what a kin looks like. Oh, that's what the ship looks like. Right, like hot needle of inquiry. Like the, the ship. <laughs> that yeah, or a, a lying bastard. That was one of the other ships as well. <laughs> like, anytime there's a new ship, they always do like this little naming <laughs> ceremony. And it, like Louis always chooses something like stupid. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom will like that. Tom Adcock, he like, he's always <clears> like a book review. So uh, get well, on that, Tom. Yep, definitely. 10,000 10, pages you've got there. <laughs> Off definitely. you go. Do you know what? It's wicked. I, I, I really do like it. Um, I'm glad I'm done with it. There was there was five books initially, and then I think there's five precursor books that Niven 
didn't write someone else oh, wrote okay. or wrote in association with them yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll give them a go in a few months time are they a bit shorter I don't know oh, right, probably okay. twice as long <laughs> but uh, do you know what? I'll give it a go because there's, a lot, there's so much imagination yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot and lot um, there's, there's a lot to think about a lot of lore yeah there is and there's a lot of science yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's proper science fiction nice. uh, with a little bit of fact rolled in there like uh, theory should we say yeah yeah um, so that's what I've been uh, doing. We, we, yeah, gonna, there's no point giving it a mocks out of ten, is it? Oh, I mean, if, if this to do the series, I'll, I'll give it an eight. Okay. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, Colin, you you uh, finished a book that I gave you <laughs> about ten years ago. I think we actually discussed this on here. I was talking. I'm pretty sure we were talking about books, or I read a book that was disturbing called <coughs> Haunted yes. by Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah, whatever his yep. name is. And then, and then off, off mic, you said, my dad once gave me a book that he wasn't sure about giving me because it was really disturbing, called A Scarlet Gat. And I'm like, yeah. oh, right. You said it's about... Oh, you didn't even know the name. You said it's about yeah, a train. Yeah, yeah, I'll fucking... I'll get it for you. I'll fucking... I'll, I'll find it, Colin. I'll do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> and about a week later, I came back to the podcast and there you had... You found it. You found the name of it. And yeah. you bought it off Amazon for a penny or whatever. Yep. And there it was, A Scarlet Gap. And that was about four years ago. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, I read it. I had, I had a new NDE and uh, I had time to read it. What a book to read on the Oh, Jesus Christ. After an NDE. Well, your dad weren't wrong, mate. It's <laughs> quite disturbing. Yeah. It's the story of a small town, a small mid- Midwestern town in America mm. called Escali Gap. And one day, uh, a train comes in, a very bright coloured train, very gaudy looking. Uh, and it's and it's got a, called, the people on it are called The Company. Yep. And they turn up to this very welcoming town, and this town are like, welcome, come here, and offset these oddballs, and the, the company, almost like a circus trope, yeah. or troupe, whatever you call them, uh, and they sort of go, well, we haven't really got anywhere to stay, we can't stay on the train, can we stay with you people? And, and every one of this train gets put with a family, yeah, mm. come, you can come and stay with us, and, and off they go, and, uh, and it's the story of this company who are just solely there to torture, murder and kill everyone in the town for their own amusement and joy. Yeah. Uh, in the most fucked up of ways. In the most ways. disgusting ways. There's, there's sort of there's sort of magic involved. There's yeah. Changes of into animals, being able to control minds. Mm. There's all sorts of horrible ways that they kill people. I mean, there's there's one who, who make there's a bloke who loves smoking and he makes someone smoke himself to death. Yeah. Which was quite nasty. One who made an ice cream parlour man eat all the ice cream in the shop. Oh yeah. Just and and, and vomiting it all out. I mean the description of, of this man eating ice cream and going like just crying as he's doing it and he's going, mm. Eat some more, eat some more and then going, You've only got another three fridge fulls or you know, you know, fridges freezers full of it. Mm. And it's just vomit everywhere, and it's just horrible. And it's the story of a little boy in it who lives with his granddad, who who hosts the main, the leader of the company. And it's how him and the mayor of the town and the doctor try to fight back about against the company and stop them from completely destroying their town. Yes, uh, it's an incredibly good book. Uh, it's oh, I, I can't remember. It's two people who wrote this book. Boss Collins a uh... Looking, looking up something. Uh, th- there's a story behind me reading this. We went, me, Colin and I, and some other people went to uh, Prague uh, on a stank do um, many years ago. Yes. And 
I hadn't been on a plane for a while, and uh, I didn't get on the same flight as them. So I, I probably hadn't flown for like a good god, like five years or something, uh, and certainly never on my own. No, I think that was the first flight I did my own. And I got on this plane, and we, um, we, I was on the plane behind Colin and everyone else. And we flew through the worst oh, the thunderstorm yeah. that the Czech Republic had ever seen, but yeah, on record. Th- everyone thought we was going to die on airplane. It was yeah. hysterical. I-, I thought I was going to die as well. Yeah. The only two things I had, I've this, this plane just going up and down, up and down, up and down, was this book <laughs> and an extremely wow. beautiful woman sitting next to oh, me right. who wow. was shit scared as well. And I was trying to be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And, uh, and like, to distract myself, I was occasionally peering into the book and going, oh no, this isn't good. So, in the end, I just had to put it down and like man up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, were, we were giggling like little booked. kids. I know, Robert was saying, until drinks some go, drinks in their heads, you know, yeah. until one bloke went, will you fucking sit down? This is fucking serious. And we went, oh, we're only going to die. <laughs> We've all done that before. <laughs> Yeah, gin and tonics, eh? Yeah. Hey, brave. Yeah, uh, not for it, me. This book was written by James Lovegrove and Peter Crowther. Yes. Uh, and yeah, it breaks the fourth wall in a very Stephen King way uh, yeah. towards the end, which kind of threw me, but I, I actually really enjoyed where it took me. Mm. Um, it, it did disturb me a lot. Like I said, the deaths in it were disturbing. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of in a good remember. way. Oh yeah, you won't you won't forget them. Mm. They are they are properly uh, descriptive and very yes. inventive. Let's put it that way. Um, again, Tom Adcock, he read um, the the vampire books we love. Uh, Nick, oh, Nick the scope. Oh right, okay. I think you read some of them. I don't know where we read all of them. Yeah. He started them. Uh, I found it similar in sort of the level of detail and. And maliciousness that mm. were in those books. That's the right word to use, I think. Um, that, that was in this. And it's funny because I have, I have, you know, when I was talking, that was many years ago when I was, I was like, oh, I need some more disturbing books or trying to get into yeah. my disturbing books. I actually bought a James Love Grove book as well uh, about cannibals, but I never got around to reading it. So I'm going to dig that out, actually. What's it called? I, I can't, I'm just trying to look it up now. Because I think we had this conversation back in back, the day. Yeah, back in the day. And I think I read it. Oh really? Pretty sure I read it. Right. Because okay. I think I remember t- telling my dad, and he right. dug it out from somewhere with a fucking <laughs> with crypt. Um, uh, and I'm pretty sure I read it. <coughs> I, I was to, uh, I was surprised uh, how well written this, this was actually. Yeah, as you say, the the ending it throws it for a loop a little bit. Yeah, massively. But the, it's it's there is a degree of malevolence in this, which oh, is yeah. like just it's off off the chain really. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. lovely lovely. Lovely wordage in this. Like, <laughs> lovely plays, play with words. Yeah. And some of the characters as well, the way they, they like to talk. Yes. Yeah, quite. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Which, uh, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because the, the, the characters themselves are, by the very nature of being a, a, a circus, they're tropes. They're, you know, yeah. they, they are caricatures. Yeah, you have yeah. your clown, you have your, right, your, yeah. your tall man, you yeah. have the, the lion's have all that sort of stuff. So yeah, to differentiate between them, they one talks in scripture, if I remember yeah, rightly, and there's right. another rhyme one. Rhyme and, and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. rhyme and yeah, stuff like that. Um, 
So yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. It's a clever so way of doing it. Thank you for getting me that book that's many what, years ago. <laughs> it's quite all right, mate. <laughs> I thought you'd be surprised. Do you know what? It that. took me fucking ages to re- to work out the name of it. Uh, I bet it did. Yeah, I I because tr- I could never, I could not for the life of me remember. I remembered the cover. Yeah. I, I trawled the internet. Just, it's got a great cover, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's wicked. I trawled the internet trying to do in like search terms and putting words together, and I got really good at using Google actually. <laughs> um, and then I, I got you it. Might and be I was able like, to find your real parents one day. <laughs> Be better. I find my fucking kids. Um, so they're all over the world. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. So uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Sorry, I should never say it. Don't be a joke. Yeah, that does sound dreadful, doesn't it? It's Sorry. funny how these things turn out yeah, to be yeah, true. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, a Scardy Gap. Uh, yeah. Would you recommend it? I would highly recommend it. Would you, would you like it back, by the way? Nah, it's really okay, good. Fair enough. Um, I would definitely recommend it. If you yeah. like your horror and you, you like something a little bit off kilter. There's no one else I can give it to. No. But it's, no, I, you're no, right. No. Would your dad read it? No, my dad doesn't read. All right. No, not anymore. He used okay. to read Bernard Cornwall. Okay. Which is quite good. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't read horror. Okay. He horror. Yeah, I just wonder if there's anyone else who could give it to. You. Don't know. My no, mum, my mum reads horror. Yeah. Whether she'd like that though, it's a bit strong, isn't it? It is a bit. It's a bit tough. It's, I mean, that's like you give that to an old person, they'd be like, "What the fuck's my son doing with his life?" Do you know what I mean? You've got to give it to someone your own age or younger. Yeah. It's like an of, eight, like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> it's one of those, but you give it to an old person, just make sure you're in the will first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you go back to the old people's home, just leave it down yeah, there. Yeah, leave it there. Yeah. It'll be dead in a week. Like, yeah, I won. Yeah, I've got an iPhone. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's books. Yeah. I think books are good. Yeah, yeah books um, are good, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I, just before we go... Yeah, there's your podcast title. Yeah, books, books are good. Books are good. Books are good. <laughs> I'm going to spell it wrong as well. <laughs> um, I, I'm reading, a, a, I've started another series called uh, the Nantucket series, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, Island in the Sea of Time, and then there's a couple of others. Slightly embarrassing story with this. I was on the train, and there was... Um, uh, a guy who was standing up, it was a very busy train, and he was reading one of them. And you know, you know what it's like when you, well, you won't be, when you're sitting on the train and you've got nothing to do. I didn't have my headphones with me, I didn't have a book at the time. And I was just sort of looking out the window, just counting days, counting down the seconds till I die. Uh, and I, uh, someone's there with a book, and I looked up and I was like, okay, I'll read the blurb on this. And I read the blurb on the back of the book, and I was like, that sounds wicked. <laughs> like, and I was just staring at it, and then I realised that the bloke had actually moved the book down, and he was just staring at me. We were oh, just, really? Like, it's just like, in a sort of like, sort of like, did you go, do you like, <laughs> What are you doing on a 9.15 lift machine? <laughs> 9.15? <laughs> I don't know what type of people go to work. 10.15. Uh, just looking at me like, I was like, it's like, you're right, fella. <laughs> so I, I realised I'd been staring at him for about 10 minutes. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it, the, the whole premise of this is that the island of Nantucket on the uh, east coast of America is uh, just transported back 3,000 years and, right. and the, the, the seven thousand or so people <coughs> on there need to learn how to cope with that. Wow! Uh, and it's it's terrific. To me, it feels like um, the leftovers, right, the TV okay. show. The leftovers. Yeah. It's, imagine what the the people who were taken away, yeah. what they have to right. do. Okay. It's kind of like that story. I haven't seen leftovers, by the way. Have you not? No. I only Apparently, the, kind of the second season mm. is phenomenal. Really? I'm going to let it finish because the third season starts. Today, I think, a time recording, and okay. it'll be the final season. Oh right! So it's once it's done, finish. it's done. Oh right, I'm up for that. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And it's supposed to be amazing. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm reading at the moment. And I'm highly enjoying it. I'm definitely going to review it soon. Lovely. But if you want something to get into, Island in the Sea of Time, 
Uh, that is uh, highly recommended for me so far. Cool. Uh, uh, drop me a pencil. Not, 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 um, pencil. That, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a mistake. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about a game. Go, go for it. Uh, so just before we wrap up, let's talk about Last Guardian. The Last Guardian. Last yeah. Guardian, a long ingestation, uh, gestating. It's been a fucking year. Decade, mate. Is that how long it's been since? It it's supposed to be a, a PS3 launch title. Was it really? Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what have they been doing? Uh, making a really good game. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, if you've <laughs> played, if you've played Eco or Shadow of the Colossus, this is kind of what you're going to get. It's a beautiful looking thing, but it doesn't look too different to those two Does games. It not? No, oh, like right. it, it's very stylized, like those two are. Yeah. Um, you got your sort of like broken. Brick buildings and like lush the same green. world, basically. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better animated, yeah. I dare say. Um, but in this, you, you know, you play a little boy called the boy, and you wake up. And there's a dirty, great dog, cat, bird thing, rat, bird thing. Yeah. There called Trico, um, and you help him out, give him a pat, give him some food, and he becomes your mate. And then from there on in, it's a series of jumping puzzles, and, and puzzles, just climbing it's puzzles. Easy. Yes, yeah. You, there's nothing there you're not going to be able to work out. Um, yeah, it's the first thing I thought of. I thought, like, Colin's going to... No, no, she's fine. No, Colin will be fine. Um, it, it, it all centres around the relationship between the boy and Trico. Uh, and it's lovely. It really is. And I've never had a dog or a cat or anything, or indeed a friend. Um, so, <laughs> But I do like pulling barrels out of the ground and throwing it at random animals uh, which is what you do in this thing quite a lot um, uh, so so for me the bond isn't quite there but I yeah. get it I get yeah, it yeah. you know it's like oh, okay it's a weird dog or, cat or bird thing or dog cat bird thing yeah um, it, and it, it behaves a bit like a dog and a bit like a cat yeah okay uh, you'll like it you've it pets itself? yes wicked <laughs> we'll let you lick it if you ask nicely <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I've had dogs I've had birds and I've had cats yeah, yeah. So there you go. So I hate you... all of them. <laughs> all cunts. Of them. They're all dead. <laughs> um, but with this, there's, there's a true bond between the, the, the two characters. And um, like Shadow of the Colossus and Eco, nothing's really explained right. to you. Yeah. It's just like... Get on with it. Get on with it, yeah. And enjoy like, it. Learn how to climb up that. It contro- There's <coughs> a couple of things to say. Controls like dog shit. Yeah, I'm like those, disappointed you've said that. Like those other things. After you play it for a while, you do get used to it and you're like, yeah, okay, I, I get this. It's woolly. But... I play that, then I play the Binding of Isaac, and it's like, you know, controls like you wouldn't believe, like yeah. a corner like a housefly. Uh, then you get back to that, and it's woolly, and but it, yeah. it, it suits the world, you know what I mean? Um, there's that camera is annoying as well. Yeah, that uh, fixed angle, is it? No, it no, just... you can control it, but oh, oh, it, oh, it, does, okay. it gets into it. Uh, the, the frame rate drops a little bit as well. This is the PS4 title. Oh, I know, you know, yeah, I'm shaking my head thinking, Jesus, what have they done? It's gorgeous, though. It? Okay. It, uh, to, to play, it, I, w- I would recommend when you put it in the drive and it's downloaded the massive patch, um, single out a good couple of hours, yeah. if you can. Just to get used to it. Just to get used to it, just to yeah. get into it, to get to get on with it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. some of the, the visuals in this and the, the scene setting is second to none. Well, uh, I bet the sound must be wicked as well. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, the anima- the animation's beautiful, yeah. should point out. Uh, I, mean, I love Shadow of the Colossus. one of my favourite games. It's closer to Shadow of the Colossus than Eco, I think. Good. I think we like Eco. No? No. I couldn't really get on with it. Uh, 
yeah, it's, I think it's close to the Shadow Class. You'll spend most of your time climbing up that fucking dog. Right, okay. Like, but I mean, it's it's as big as an house rather than yeah. like a big as a mountain sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, um, But it, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good game. I got stuck a couple of times. Right. Um, don't be afraid of going online and looking for a solution. Oh, I always go on YouTube if I get stuck if I want yeah. to join a game, without yeah. a doubt. There's a, there's a couple of bits where I thought like, that can't be the way to do it. Then I YouTube it, and it was the way right. to do it. It was just it's just difficult to do. Yeah, things like that. But um, yeah, just just in, just enjoy the game. Anyone who's going to go into it, what I would say is don't try and trophy hunt on this game. Right. Just play just it. Just play it. And just enjoy play it. it. Just play yeah. it and enjoy it. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's I can't that. wait. I'm looking forward to it. That's my advice. Nice. Uh, score out of ten. Uh, oh, I sorry. Th- did you complete it? Not yet. Right. Okay. Yeah. I got. I'm right at the end, right. uh, but I, I wanted to play Final Fantasy 15, which I've just started. Yeah, it looked lovely. That oh, it's great. Shiny. I'm well into that. Yeah. Uh, I've also decided I'm going to try and platinum Minecraft on the PS4. Are you? Yeah. That's not that difficult, is it? No, I've done most of it. Didn't you platinum it on the PS3? I did. Yeah. I saw you playing it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Building a railway from one end to the other. No, I've done, no done all that. You've done all that. Have yeah, you? yeah. Well, all of the uh, the thing is, all of the uh, trophies. Well, most of the trophies from the PS. Three one Transfer transferred over because the oh, moment right. moment I went into my old world where I transferred over, like they they all they sort all of exist. they all dropped. Right. So the whole like the thing like traveling from one end to the other yeah, with yeah. the, um, the minecart mine that was yeah. already built. So I just did it. Right. Um, uh, so uh, as soon as you opened up the world, bing bing bing, it all dropped. But there's things that are in the PS4 version that aren't in the. Go on, give me an example. Uh, so having to trade with the um, like the pig. People. Oh, okay. You can trade with them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You have to like, trade 30 emeralds or something like that. That glitched, and I just like said hello to one of them, like opened up their menu, and the trophy dropped. So thanks for that. Lovely. Um, but there's there's other things like making a pot. Okay. Trophy. Done that. Three bricks. Boom. Done. <laughs> uh, I think we should wrap it up, mate. Yeah, I'm done. You're done? Yeah. Put a fork in me. I am done. Uh, That's what Caramac said to me. <laughs> Caramac. <laughs> We'll have to get him back. Get Caramac back. Yeah. I'll be your private dancer. I'm dancing for money. Hey, tell me about your dear son there. You like the Bobby? Uh, so, uh, I don't know where I'm going. I'm tired. It was bizarre. Yeah. It uh, is late. It is, it is very late. It is late, yeah. Scotland after dark. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you for listening to episode 113-113 of The Scatter Shot. Uh, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.